I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in you my way. You know the songs of LCD sounds, sound system? I was listening to them today. I can change, I can change. I can change. Even in a falling love, נכון? Uh-huh. As I can say, I can change if someone will fucking pay me for my work. Okay, so people tell us you should do that, you should write description, you should do like... You should do it in video. You should uh, check uh, on the internet what people are searching relate to October 7. No problem. I will do everything. But I want payment. What the fuck? Okay, so we're going to do... We didn't even say hello to our listeners. Like, hi, everyone. Hi. We just like jumped right into it, right? New week, new energy. Maybe it's because Israel uh, is now going inside Gaza. I also have this... Went. W- went. It started. So, so, I, so I have this warrior uh, energy mm-hmm. in my vein right now. I just want that something will happen with this podcast. I want things to blow up. I want that someone will make the call. Enough tell me what to do. Call me to, to, to take part of it. What do you have to say? I've been thinking about it a lot, you know, because last, it's Sunday, right? Sunday afternoon, the beginning of our week here. It's day 23, I think, of the war. Ground invasion officially started over the Sabbath. So last week's episodes, I had a lot of warrior energy and I had a lot of rage that like kind of came out. You know, the mic drop in episode 16. And I really reflected on that this weekend. Um, were you around when the rocket hit a building about a mile away from here, like two kilometers away from here? Yeah. So um, it, 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 it was an intense weekend. And um, I, I really thought about myself also in this. Like, I feel like we've been going like three weeks. There was a lot of like the shock, the sadness, the rage, lots of different things. And then it's like, okay, so now what? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just get on the mic all the time and just be like either angry or like responding to people that aren't even here and that are like commenting in the digital space and with their like nanana energy. Like, I don't want to be in that like nanana energy. So it was like a lot of reflection this weekend about, well, where are we going with this and what has felt really good so far? And the feedback that we've been getting, everything from, you know, one girlfriend who's like, I just keep hitting refresh. And another person who started listening from the beginning and someone older who's in her late seventies lives on the West coast. And her dad was in Auschwitz. And she called me this weekend just to say, thank you so much for what we said in episode 16 and and my speech. And she said, you know, thank you. I'm so proud of you. And then she started crying. I was completely blown away. She was like, thank you for speaking up for us. So there's this question of like, where do we meet our listeners also? And listeners, we're we're curious to hear from you really. Like uh, some of you have been saying that this is helping you feel less isolated in the world, which is awesome. Um, You know, we're happy to be here to support. Some people are saying that it's giving them some new perspectives changing their their perspectives a bit or inviting new conversations between them and people in their communities. I think about so many things. And I also just, I, I think it is really important to have it be 
well, for me, I think a, a space that doesn't really exist online and doesn't really exist on TV. And that's kind of something that's a little bit more, you know, getting down into the basics of our bodies, our feelings, where, where this meets us, our, our perspectives. And then, I don't know, some bigger pictures and maybe some insights that we can draw. For instance, so they canceled us. Should I mention that we're not doing a recap this week? We hear from few listeners that they already hear the news. There is a distance between the recap to the... Our emotionally raw coverage. There's like kind of a disconnect between the recap and... And I want to say that I'm, I'm not... Like now, because of the war, yeah, I watched the news. But for years, I didn't, I, di- I didn't know what happened. I just like live in Tel Aviv in my bubble and I don't know nothing. So I thought that it will be nice that someone will give you like a short recap about what's happened because I guess you are now in New York with your New York vibe. You live in the scene. Huh? You're fucking running in some wonderful park listening to this, to this amazing content, thinking like, ah, those Israeli. I feel sorry about them, but... Let's go grab a good lunch in a restaurant. But I guess you don't want a recap, motherfucker. Stop, stop. There's also like the, the complexities of doing a recap here. Like everything is happening all at once. Like the news, I just like hit refresh and every hour there's some crazy shit. Did you see like Sarah Netanyahu's like council? or lawyer or whatever, she's like been suspended for two weeks because of some Facebook post she wrote at the beginning of the war where she was calling like people on the Israeli left, you know, traitors and all sorts of like, we have so many levels of crazy shit happening here. We have like ultra Orthodox people enlisting in the army, which is something that, you know, no one was able to get them to do until now. And then the, Bibi Netanyahu, Gantz, Gallant, they gave that press conference last night and they were like, we went in. If there was any doubt about what happened Friday night, here we are to formally say ground invasion started. And then there was a question and answer. There was a Q&A with the, the, with the press and people had an opportunity to Why ask. Why do you have to be like an really like angry 60 years old uh, uh, gray hair dude that say... Why like you can be just a, a, a nice gentleman? Why you must be so... How do you say Zoef? Cranky? Yeah, he's he's like, he's crabby. He's like, I don't know. His vibe is like... We're going in. But he has that like smirk on his face when he talks. Like he pisses me off. And then like everyone, you know, everyone, every senior leader, every director of anything in this country, like for the past few weeks has been like, I take responsibility. No, I take responsibility. I take responsibility for the omissions here. I take responsibilities for the deaths. And this guy's just like, eh. He's just like, whatever. We'll see what's up. And then this was the first time that this guy is like faced with the press and they're asking him questions. And the first question out the gate is like, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, would you like to speak to responsibility? And he's like, there will be a time and a place and we're going to allocate responsibility and we're going to turn over every stone and we're going to find who's responsible and and we're going to divide it amongst everyone. And I was like, oh, 
Oh, so now there's no I, there's an us. The guy like did some, you know, maybe he went to a retreat. So like he killed his ego. Now it's like me be responsible. How could I be responsible? All of you are responsible. It was like the weirdest thing. And I was simultaneously getting all these like weird fucking messages on Instagram from another person I went to college with who's technically a member of the tribe. And she was just like, um, well, I know we don't see eye to eye, but like what, what, what we've been doing for 75 years isn't working. And I'm like, we, where the fuck do you come into this shit? So I was just like, what is worse right now? Like what's on front of TV or like what's in Instagram. And when it was all over, you know what song I put on? Hi, I'm Amy Sapan. And I'm Dill Cormit. And this is October 7th, Emotionally Raw Coverage, coming to you live from Tel Aviv. I mean, live? You don't say live because it's not live. <laughs> this is, will be the new template, okay? You understand? This is like the, the new template for now. It's like the new news. For this week. Yeah. Okay. The story began in 2015. I've been in Cambodia. A guest house that is like on the river with a, this wonderful balcony deck and people just from all over the world that hang there and just play chess and, and play some music and drink their really cheap cocktail and just, you know, a vacation. And I met this gorgeous American girl. It's okay to say that the, 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 the name, like those like gazillions American, yeah? They were, I, no, I would, no. I would we, without, change with, the name. Without a last name. I, w- I would, I mean. Okay, so let's call her Angie. Angie's a great name. Okay. So I, I, was, I was on a crush on Angie. And she told me that she was dating this Israeli dude and now she's very like sad. And I was like, another Israeli dude that ruined my plan like you know like took my spot before me anyway I was on crush on her and, and like imagine this Cambodia on the river she was so pretty and and I was I tried to like I, I tried I tried to to reach her but but she he lost some ally she, she don't she, 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 no, she didn't notice me even she didn't notice you Five years later, I open an Instagram, do a follow, and since then, I saw her traveling in the world, making cupcakes, you know, and all that jazz. Yesterday, I saw a story of her, really like pro-Palestine story. We need another name for it because that's not what, like, we have no issue with the Palestinian thing. You're talking about the stuff that's like, Israel has all the all the responsibility for everything that's happened here. Yeah. No mention of the Nova Festival. No mention of October 7th. And if there is a mention, it's like, eh, those women deserved it. It's fine. Like that. So th- that's like not pro-Palestinian. That. Like I think that's just anti, anti-Israel, you know, like. And I was like, on the one hand, I want to send her like a message. Like, what about, I don't know, show some like careers of, of raping of uh, innocent uh, Israeli women and or want to just send her like a crying emoji and tell her like, I know you didn't notice me back then in Cambodia, but you know, like, (laughs) 
no, you know me, like, you, you see that I watch your uh, story. Give me some uh, respect. And then I thought, like, why should I take part of Israeli-Palestinian conflict in Instagram? Like, what, what is my connection? Like, am I the voice of the government? Like, am I one of these gray, <laughs> ugly 60-year-old dudes? I'm just a person. I live in Tel Aviv. I still watch your story and you still... <laughs> yeah, I'm still on crush on you. Even though you put some anti-Israel content. Yo, I, you know, there's this question of like, why even get involved? A lot of people have been like, I'm leaving social media. I'm gone. And I'm like, I'm not ready to do that step either. And then for years, I've kept people in my network that I don't agree with them politically. My parents, I didn't cancel my parents because they voted for Trump. I didn't cancel like friends of mine because, you know, maybe they're really into like whatever politician or whatever they're into, or maybe they're only eating meat or maybe they're only vegan, like whatever. There's enough room for everyone. And I, and I've really, you know, family members of mine have taken issue. They're like, I saw that you, you have a friend and their, their, their profile picture. I'm like, why are you looking at my, that's really creepy. Like, what do you, why are you policing me based on my network? And I was like, you know, trying to explain, I was like, dad, not, you know, there's like, I have like almost 3000 friends on Facebook. They're not really all friends. Some of them are, you know, people I met when I was, you know, traveling or whatever. But then there's like, now lately I've been like unfriending, unfollowing. And not only when you unfollow on Instagram, it's like, do you want to remove them as one of your followers? And my account's private. So I've just been like, yeah, maybe I do. And then yesterday I had this thought and I was like, I don't want to just have friends that agree with me. I don't want to build an eco chamber. Like I've been spending such a long time cultivating so many of these relationships, but at the same time, it's like Russian roulette. You know, is Russian roulette the one where you put the bullet into the gun and then you spin one it? Bullet. Yeah. You put one bullet into the six, six bullet chamber thing. I mean, and, and then you spin it and then like, oops, you know, if you, you shoot and you shot a bullet, like, boop, you're dead. And that that's kind of how it feels sometimes. I'm just like, Yesterday I was it was Saturday. We we met at the at the safe room during one of the air raid sirens spontaneously. Um but it was mostly I was able to be in kind of a different space and do some reading and do some translation work and just kind of chill for a second then oop oop just you know just catches you by an ambush one of these conversations on Instagram or one of these and then the thing is it's I know a lot of people here are like, oh my God, what's happening on the campuses is crazy. But for me, it's not this like abstract thing happening on the other side of the world. Like I went to some of these schools or it's like people that are in my networks or it's people that were, we were friends or these are people that like they would come to town and we would hang out or if they needed a favor, I would, you know, pass along another contact to them. These aren't just like people that I met for five minutes necessarily. Some of the people where the most agitas is coming from are people that we lived in the same building or we were neighbors or we were in classes together, whatever, whatever it was. And that's been really painful. And I'll, I'll say this, look, get involved, don't get involved, but like, it's very real. And I think it's a very strange thing that now we're in this point of time where like all the people that were like, words matter. We need bullying, uh, like laws against bullying online, you know, to protect the kids and to protect adults from online bullying the same people are really bullying. Like I've been feeling, I don't know if this is crazy, but 
Well, before I get to that, I don't want to be silenced. People are fucking talking over my experience. I'm not saying that like people, Jews in America shouldn't have an opinion about what's going on. And there definitely, there's a lot of anti-Semitic shit going on about this, but like people posting stuff and they're saying like, I'm a Jew and I want to like end the war or I'm like anti-Israel and pro Hamas or whatever it is, like supposedly in our name, that pisses me off. And so it's like this delicate balance because at the same time, we have so many supporters and so many allies living around the world who have been like sending money and support and calls and like working on campaigns. And it's amazing. And I'm so happy that they're part of the network. But the biggest betrayal for me is like these people that are supposedly in our community, but like then coming out and so publicly and just like waving the flag and being like, everyone look at me, like I'm a Jew and I disagree with all the other Jews or I disagree with all the Israelis. And like, I count more because I'm smarter or I'm, I'm on a moral high ground or whatever the fuck. And I really resent that, 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 and it, it's really painful also. It's offensive. And then you, you get offended and people are like, don't take it personally. And it's like, but didn't we just say that bullying online is real? Like, what are we even talking about anymore? We're in this like very weird space. And I don't know. It's like, I had this realization last night while all of it was going on. And, you know, I was upset. I was just like, what the fuck? And blah. And then I was like, you know what? That's it. So they canceled us. The people that believe in canceling, like it's their religion, right? Like there's church and there's Catholic church and there's evangelicals and there's Jews and Hindus and Buddhists. And there's people that are into cancel culture. So they canceled us. So what? What's next? First of all, the idea that all the Jews are going to get along, it's like, let's throw that out already because they didn't always get along. They didn't get along during the Holocaust. They didn't get along in any point in time. There were how many tribes of Israel? Like, let's just abandon ship on this idea that all the Jews are going to agree on stuff. And if you find a Jew that disagrees with the rest of the Jews, then they their opinion matters more than ours. You know what? Go nuts. Fly high with your fly high with your with with whatever it is that you want to you know feel about this place. Just don't you don't have authority to speak in the rest of our names. And in terms of like. You, when you think about church, you know, there's that church in Jerusalem. Have you ever been there? The Church of the Holy Sepulchre, the really big church. What? What? Christian people? No, I don't. I'm a Jewish. I what? love churches. What? I love churches. I Stam. love. Uh, yeah, I guess I've been in a high school or something during. A... Yeah, I guess. So it's a huge church. It's like, I think it's the church where some sects of Christianity believe that Jesus was laid out after he died, before he ascends. But I ended up there by accident on like Easter Sunday. This is a really big deal. I just happened to be in Jerusalem with a friend, took a day off work years ago and we got hummus nearby. And then I was like, oh, can we drop by the church? I love going to church. And then we get there and I was like, wow, there's so many people. And I was like, oh, of course it's Easter Sunday. So I went in and it's a really special church. I think there's like five or six different sects of Christianity that have been sharing the space and a bunch of other religious sites in Jerusalem. And they have a treaty. It's like called the Treaty of the Status Quo. So it's the Catholics and it's like the Orthodox and the Byzantine and the this and the that. And they they all have to like share these spaces, which is really cool when you think about it, right? And I went into like one of these little nooks and crannies of the church. And it was like kind of a low ceiling. 
And then you could see people from around the world. I mean, it was packed, the whole church. It's like, oh, it's amazing. It's like priests swinging through with incense and people from the Philippines, people from Japan, people from like different places in Africa, Latin America, like pilgrims that come to this holy site. And then I just was looking at them and I was so moved. It was like this little low ceiling part where they would just get on their knees before this image of Christ. And people are sobbing. They're just sobbing. They're completely like putting all their belief, all their wishes, all their the blessings that they want for their family, for their loved ones, for health, for everything. Maybe they're having a, a really hard time in their lives and they're coming at it with all this feeling. And my friend is a lot more cynical than I am. And she was just like, oh, I hate religion. And I was like moved. To, I was crying. I was like completely blown away by how much belief and faith people bring into these sites and that transformation that they go through there. And for me, it was this moment in my life where everything just kind of, it was an epiphany of sorts. It was like, you're not going to change people's minds. Like everyone, I love that everyone believes other stuff. You know what I mean? Like different things, as long as, of course, it's not like impeding my freedoms and my liberties. But it was this moment where I was just like, wow, people, people's belief in something is the power. Like it doesn't matter what's on the other side of it. It doesn't matter if the thing is true or not. It doesn't matter if Jesus really rose up to heaven or if the Messiah is going to come or if there's going to be a world to come or if there's such a thing as heaven. What matters now and what's always going to matter from here on out is that belief that people bring. And so this cancel culture thing, which is a cult, right? It's like different than the way our system has worked till now. Like you couldn't just cancel someone, write a post, and then they lose their job. Like normally you'd have to, there was like a different, they basically created like justice in the field. I don't know how you say it in English. It's bet mishpat sadeh, right? And they're convinced, they're convinced that their value system is the right one, that, you know, pronouns matter more than loss of life, apparently, or whatever their value system is. And we're just not going to win. We're not going to win. It's like someone's sitting across from you and they tell you, Amy, the sky is green. And you're like, no, the sky is blue. And they're like, no, the sky is green. It's not really going to, it's not really going to change. You know what I mean? It's just another one of those things. And I think the only way to take it on is to like keep using these tools. Obviously we can't ignore it. We can't ignore when people are running around and saying from the river to the sea, which is basically calling for the state of Israel and all of its inhabitants, Jews and non-Jews to be wiped off the face of the earth. Um, And so obviously we shouldn't like just take it lightly, but at the same time, I feel like we've given them enough of our attention and focus, or at least I have. And last week, I think it really came to a head in episode 16. Um, If you haven't listened, really invite you to listen to episode 16 and you can hear it really come to a head. Um, This week, at least. I think you you need to, (laughs) let's make a new rule. Every time I do like that, with my hand, like a wave, (laughs) like a a wave down with my hand, it's mean like you need to get to the point to end the scene. 
True. You just like open the scene. You need to close the scene. So I open so the scene with the church. Uh, well, you open with the church and then, and then the I thing, don't know where you go. I but, don't oh, remember. I'm just saying it's like, it's it's the another church. Week, last week. Fine. But they, so they canceled this. So what? So they canceled so what? so what? Now what? And I like what you so said this morning when we ran into each other at the cafe and we talked a little about blah, blah, blah. And then you said, you know, like we have to, we have to move on. We have to go Kadima. We have to keep going. You know what I mean? Like it's hard enough to keep, keep afloat right now. Keep your head above water. There's a lot of stuff to be done. There's a, I, we're only in what? The second phase of this thing. There's stuff happening here. And also, you know, I was listening to Thriller by Michael Jackson today. You know what I mean? It's still <laughs> on know, Spotify. So, I mean, Halloween's coming up. It got stuck in my head. It, it is pretty horrifying what's going on. So, I listened to Michael Jackson today. You know what I'm saying? I totally do. This is the end of the episode. I wanted to declare something, yeah? Like to, to have a, give a statement. Mm. Like I'm, uh, maybe I don't have gray hair and I'm just 30 years old, but I can also do a... 32. Do You're 32 years old. I can do declare. It's called declare. Uh, it depends on what you're about to say. I want to, to have a statement. <laughs> the nation of Israel. New York people who listen to me right now. They're not just in New York. There's people listening in Colorado, California, Mexico. Okay, U.S. people, listen to me. Also Canada. I told Amy, we are now in episode, what is it, 19, 18? 17. 17, yeah? 17. I will give myself, like, like my time, my quote-unquote talent, Amazing editing skills, production, ah, co-hosting, everything. Mm-hmm. Till episode 50. 5-0. Five five so, till 5-0, we need to get funding. Like, w- I will begin with dollar for an episode. This is I can live forever, okay? I don't okay? think you should tell them what, like, our... You, that's going to become do, our new maximum, you know I what I mean? I will do like, a beep, I will do a beep. Okay, but what so, are we doing? Are we setting up a GoFundMe? Do you guys... Okay, I have an idea. Anything, you, you know... Some Jewish, extremely rich, call him, give him the, the, the <laughs> send him a link. You know, like uh, people in a network, in podcast network, send him the fucking podcast. We need help. Also, if you have a company or a product, we would love to be your advertisers, potentially, depending on what you're selling and, and promo codes, affiliate links, you know, like exactly. we, we are open. For business, we are open for opportunities. And, yeah, and we can also do like an another podcast. Yeah. Just for you, a special podcast. Totally. In every subject. We'll talk you, about anything you want. You don't know how much podcast I, I edit in my life. It could be like in any fucking topic from Torah. From uh, a what? Torah. From the Torah. I thought you were saying toilet. From, from the from <laughs> toilet to Torah to like, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do the credits, I want us to record one line because I had said before, so they canceled us. Now what? But I think we should do, so they canceled Israel. Now what? You know what I mean? With like the, like maybe we're the first country that's been canceled. Thank you, Shema Productions, Jonathan Gall, Maya Schlesinger, Dor Comet, I'm Amy Sapan. Thanks for listening. 
Stay safe and stay tuned.